Hello, and welcome to Ride the Omnibus. I'm your host, Ariel Vasca. And today, before I talk about anything, I need to introduce you to Rabia. <sighs> anyway. Yes. All that aside. All that aside, let's start. Let's start. First things first, before we get too deep into anything else, I want mm-hmm. to just say thank you so much, Rabia, for coming on and for agreeing to be my co-host going forward now that we have reached the anniversary of Ride the Omnibus. I can't tell you how thrilled I am that you are going to be my co-host. I'm super excited. I'm so honored that you asked me, first of all. And second of all, I love doing this and I love talking to you. So this makes all kinds of sense on so many different levels. So for our listeners who may not know, Ravia and I met on Clubhouse a mere four months ago, but Mm -hmm. not even two months ago. (laughs) (laughs) The end of March. So yeah, we're now broaching June. So it's been exactly two months and two days. That's a little terrifying. I know. Because because Ravia feels very much like my sister from another mister. I feel like we've connected so much on so many different issues very directly related to pop culture and mm-hmm. social justice. And Rabia has her own label, the cultured curator. Would you like to explain your background as cultured curator? Yeah. So it starts with me being Arpish online. That's my uh, my marketing agency or my, my business that I freelance under. And I started this sub-label called Culture Agency, where I started focusing more on pop culture and stuff that were mostly entertainment because in general, I also work in tech and a few other industries, but I wanted to hone in on on my pop culture knowledge. And from that, I wanted to start branding myself more or just showing off basically uh, <laughs> that I that I am a, a culture and a pop culture expert, not just by label, but actually in real life. And I've given guest colleges to MBA students on international culture, especially Asian culture and pop culture. I do trend analysis and whatnot. So I, I know my stuff. But how do I brand myself? Because nowadays, everything is about personal branding, right? So how do I brand myself in a way that I can make people know outside of the people that already know me and approach me for this, that I do this? And that's kind of how the cultured curator was born. And that's a label that I use basically for myself, kind of like uh, on on <laughs> on Clubhouse, how people have labels for me as well. And now I'm expanding on that with my newsletter and soon uh, some other stuff. And it's super exciting that she also recently became the queen of horror on Mm -hmm. Clubhouse. And that is a title that I proudly call her as the person who knows the most about the most genres and subgenres of horror from every country and era in space and time. Uh, (laughs) Kind of incredible how you've amassed this wealth of knowledge. I feel that I I always feel when people compliment me on this and then tell me like, oh, she knows so much. I'm like, I don't even know half of the things. But I, I guess that's part of knowledge, knowing I think knowledge and wisdom comes from the fact that you know that you know nothing, basically. The more you know, the more you... don't know is actually greater wisdom than only knowing what you know. Exactly, exactly. And I I have this hunger for knowledge and I've always been super interested in pop culture and 
in horror, but also just different cultures and knowing things and understanding people. I think it comes down to understanding people because I think horror is a very intricate part of society, whether we want to acknowledge it in mainstream media or not, because it's a reflection of true feelings. That's what, what horrifies us, you know? goes all the way back of course to stuff like night of the living dead where this main character spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen that movie from so many decades ago <laughs> but uh this movie had a main character that was black and that was during the civil rights movement and romero didn't per se do that on purpose but it's very interesting that at the end of this movie again spoiler alert the black man is the one who survives because he's being smart about things. And the people who are in this house, you know, barricading down against the zombies are more afraid of the black man in the house with them, obviously white people, than the zombies outside trying to eat their brains. And then this devastating ending of this man who's done everything he could right to survive this movie only to be gunned down by white policemen at the end. And I think that for me was just being younger and looking at, at horror movies, whether they're from the West or from uh, Asia or Africa, which is, you know, part of my heritage uh, ethnically. It's so much a reflection of society in Asia. You have so much paranormal stuff because we grow up on that stuff, basically. You know, your bedtime stories are, well, don't do this and this or don't leave that room open or don't put nail polish on your big toe before you go to bed because a witch will come and eat your toe or something like that. You know, there's stuff like that you grow up on. It's always been the scares. So yeah, that's always interests me so much. And I'm just always so hungry for knowledge. So what it comes down to, I was six years old reading encyclopedias for fun. So growing up to this. Rabia and I are, are very similar in that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, like growing up, just reading encyclopedias and trying to devour everything we could and yeah, and I think that's so interesting and why I think we will mesh very well doing this together and other projects is that, and I've made this joke before, like, oh, it was not even a joke. It's a, it's a true statement by now, but we are in some type of sisterhood is very clear amongst us, both with our identities, uh, the fact that we're both Spoonies, but also on top of that, our interests and how far we are willing to go to research that and to dive into stuff, not to show off or per se like oh we need to know everything for the external it's all for the internal and it just happens to come out handy <laughs> when we're in social situations but the both of us really click and complement each other on that and that's amazing to see I also love the fact that we both have the same mindset that women you know aren't competition for each other there is enough space for everyone and we are both from marginalized groups. Why would we compete with each other instead of creating more seats at the table for each other? So I love that about you, Ariel. And that's something I can really commend you on. That makes me more excited to be part of this podcasting family. Well, I love everything that you do and all the work that you do. And full disclosure, Rabia and I will be writing a book together. Uh, yes. She's also involved in my movie project that will be coming out soon. It's a pleasure and a joy to collaborate with Rabia because you and I connect on so many different deep levels that I don't feel I've connected with anyone before in quite the same way. So it's really a wonderful same. thing. 
And I feel like the podcast is only going to grow from here. And you have a very unique voice and style. And additionally, you bring a lot of wealth of topics that I don't understand very much about, (laughs) to be quite honest. And so I think things are only going to grow from here. And I think it's going to be wonderful. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I am happy to dive into so many different topics and let's expand our universes. Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you so much, Rabia. And for our listeners, you will hear a lot more of her dulcet tones going Mm. forward. You can definitely count on some fabulous conversations. Thank you, Ariel. Hello, Ride the Omnibus family. We've been at it for over a year now. I can't believe it. And we haven't really taken time to celebrate, but we're going to have a big, big celebration for our 100th episode, which is coming up soon. But before I do that, I want to acknowledge something really quickly, which is that we have a new project going on called Our First Priority. This is a natural extension as a film of everything that we believe in here at Ride the Omnibus podcast. This film is written and directed by me, Ariel Basca, and it is specifically about my experiences with medical gaslighting. As a member of the disability community, this is something that I feel very passionately about, helping people to understand when and how they need to advocate for their own care. It's an immensely important topic. If you would like to support this horror short, you can do so by clicking on the show notes where there is a Kickstarter link. Anything that you are able to do, whether it is donate a dollar or sharing to social media, absolutely anything is deeply appreciated. And I want to thank you so much for listening. You have been such a valuable part of our family for over a year now, and I could not be more grateful. Thank you.